I'm not sure. You know, they got me. I want to kill babies. You know what I mean? I want to kill babies. But is it just like to what extent do I not want to kill babies? You know what I mean? Now my producer is very silent over here, so it's just me. Shoe low rich. Um, you know, had an emergency. Sorry about hey everybody, we're back and all that stuff. But I'm trying to figure out this Roe v. Wade stuff because I've heard your concerns and your complaints, uh, issues on both sides, right? Even if you look through the little hashtag thing bobs, uh, I've kind of got both sides and incorporated in that but roe v wade i don't want babies getting killed and i believe it's not up to me to stop it i don't know i, I can't talk about this by myself man I, I gotta go find somebody first of all i think we've had enough dudes talking about this thing so i just have some questions and i'm gonna go see if i can find somebody hang on folks real quick Right, right. So welcome, welcome, welcome back to Urban Academia. I am back from vacation. Finally, I'm back on this microphone. I miss you guys. I miss my guests, my co-hosts, everybody. Right? Yeah. Miss JRM, please once again introduce yourself. How are you doing, by the way? Looking lovely. I am good. Thank you for that. I am I am Jamie Moorhead, and I am the owner and creator of Jay's Butter. I'm an entrepreneur. I do lots and lots of things, right? So if I listed them all, you know, we'd be here all day. So I'm just here on, you know, to talk with you about some issues, I guess, right? What issues? I don't have any issues. Who told you? Who you been talking to? No, I'm just kidding. No, you're absolutely <laughs> you were talking to yourself earlier. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, usually I have my co-hosts here and we're going back and forth. You know, I've got my very quiet, beautiful producer. Somewhere right. in the vicinity, you know, uh, you know, she's less than a mile away, right? But she anyway. didn't say anything to you about nothing, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so we had a little pre-conversation before our next uh, guest here joins us. Uh, talk to me. Is it baby killing or is it not? What is this Roe v. Wade thing in your opinion? Go. Okay, so first, because I have to make sure I, I lay my ground thing is because I don't want anybody coming for me like they always do. But I will say that you are free to make any decision you please. You are not free from those consequences of those decisions. Now, everybody's going to say, what about the people that are raped and this and that? And that's fine. I'm talking about people that make a conscious decision. Okay, so let's make sure that that's clear out the gate. Do I think it's okay to kill a baby because I was having irresponsible sex and the consequence of sex is possible reproduction. And now I don't want to be responsible for having a child out of wedlock. Just being honest or even pray, like even married. So I don't think it's okay. I don't think it's okay to make the decision for a life. The baby can't tell you, hey, um, excuse me, I don't really want to be here. I don't want you to be my mama. So you can go ahead and kill me. The baby can't tell you that. Ooh, okay. 
Okay. Well, I think that's the perfect time to introduce. If our guest is ready, I'll, I'll see you in the green room. Give me a wave if you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Miss Jasmine. How are you? Please introduce yourself. And then I want you to, we'll let you introduce yourself first, and then we'll go from there. So, hi, everybody. I'm Jasmine. Um, I'm a physician assistant, um, and uh, I am here to discuss uh, I wrote versus way being overturned, I imagine. So, and I'm a startup. Okay, so when she says, I imagine, now look, the I want you to understand <laughs> the streak of fear that went through my entire body down to my bones of like, <laughs> did I not um say what we were discussing? Uh, but you know what? Neither here nor there. Here's where we are. Roe v. Wade. I'm going to ask you this question. Medical uh, assistant, congrats to you. I know that's a pretty recent move in your uh, personal life. She's a there. physician's assistant. You got to say that right. Physician's what I say? What I do? You said medical assistant. Medical assistant. She's like a, down from a doctor, right? You're that's correct. correct. Yeah, yes, I, I work in the medical field. I got you. Okay. Now. Wait, wait, wait. I want to get this absolutely right. Medical <laughs> assistant is what? And then what are you actually? So funny, I actually used to be a medical assistant. Mm -hmm. I was a medical assistant for seven years before I went to medical school to become a physician assistant. So physician assistant is like a, similar to a nurse practitioner. We prescribe medications and do outpatient procedures. We, we are also able to be first assist in surgeries. So um, we can just kind of hop around from specialty to specialty as we as we please, because we've been trained. We're, we know a, a lot about a lot of things, like but no, expert at none. So that's kind of where yeah, this is. Right, so she's like one right step down from being a doctor. Like if she decided to, she could be a doctor. You know, like the next step is that for her. Yeah. Yes, indeed. See, yes, ma'am. I want you to imagine that there's a group of guys sitting around a table making decisions, right? With my level of knowledge or worse, <laughs> that reverb all throughout the federal government and therefore beyond, right? Okay. Incredible. There, it takes not very much skill to uh, become a, a governor or, you know, whatever, whatever position in, in government, right? It's useful. It's definitely uh, one of those things that you want to have, but you don't need it. I mean, that's been proven time and time before. So what we are talking about today, Roe v. Wade, the Supreme Court, uh, justices, you know, their decision. My question very crudely, is it baby killing? Is it not? What does this mean? What is Roe v. Wade in your opinion? So, well, Roe v. Wade was a constitutional right to obtain an abortion. Um, to me, uh, it is not baby killing. It is terminating a pregnancy. Um, so, and I, uh, at times, I, I, it, it can be a medical necessity for um, a patient. So, um, and, but regardless of the reason, the rhyme or reason for obtaining it, I think is, uh, frankly, nobody's business. So, you know, I've always been taught mind the business that pays you, and that has gotten me very far in life. So, <laughs> oh man, that's an interesting way of putting it, Miss uh, Miss Moorhead. 
any thoughts on her definition or any further clarification of your own? I, I guess I do have a question. You said that it's not baby killing, right? That it's a termination of a pregnancy. What does termination actually mean? It means to end, I mean, just to end the pregnancy, simply. In order to end the pregnancy, what does that look like? Does that, I mean, you could end the pregnancy by delivering the baby and keeping it, right? I'm just, I'm just asking, right? So so what does termination truly mean when it comes to Roe v. Wade? And that's just a legitimate question. Sure. So um, there's a difference if we're speaking like medical wise, uh, Mm -hmm. when terminating a pregnancy at that point, if you were to deliver, right, mm-hmm. the baby would not be able to survive on its own outside right. of the womb. It would, it would still be 100% reliable on the mother for, for viability so, or life. So, but, you know, then there is a point where uh, you can kind of weigh risk versus benefits or throw statistics on, you know, like uh, they are more likely to survive at at 27 weeks and beyond you know they have a higher ability to survive just because their organs are a bit more developed the lungs are the last thing to come in so um you know and usually once that's there you can actually kind of speed up if you will a pregnancy you can give steroids to try to you know get that baby's lung development pushed along a little bit if if there's already complications deep in the pregnancy right but i I got one more question though uh when you okay have you ever done an abortion yourself like have i mean like have you ever been there what 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 does what's the steps to an abortion what happens to the baby once it is taken out of the mom's womb um, Actually, are that, you let's start me, from let's start from when he goes in there he puts the specula in there right and he is looking for the babies to go ahead and take it out of the mom's womb. this is for her laying on the, the, th- the table to have an abortion what can you are you able to tell us like what that looks like so if you're referring to like a like a um like a suction pregnancy or a, a abortion i'm sorry rather than like a medicinal like taking a pill right 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 yeah mm-hmm. so <clears throat> so really um there's not any looking for a baby or anything like that it's um there the suction tool is inserted into the cervix mm-hmm. which is the opening to the uterus mm-hmm. where pregnancies are and um that is like the only window out for anything right? right so it's put up there and is basically kind of suctioned out and and i imagine in bio waste so is it like in pieces, other right? blood like or it, it's in pieces though right like when we're talking about so we're, we'll say that we're talking about 13 weeks to like just in like 13 weeks and under that's the suction situation right 13 weeks and up you have to do what to the baby though? Like if I'm not mistaken, they have to go in there. There's it's a section again, but like, is it sectioned by body parts? Like, how does that work? Like how, how does that work when they're bigger babies? Mm, I, uh, I wouldn't imagine it'd be suctioned like by body parts. 
to be truthful, like most medical procedures are not that, not like not as precise as, as people right. maybe think they are. I have to, I have to, I have to disagree with you. Um, maybe back in 2016, there was a a person that did abortions his whole entire thing, and he actually was a witness on a stand, and he went through the procedure of doing abortions and what he had to do, especially when they were bigger, as far as kill the baby first and then suction it out and all of those things. So he went into detail, and when he got done. I think that was his realization that yes, you are murdering someone. Now that now now I, I can go back and find it because it had to happen because we were in 2016. We were fighting to know if we should have full term abortions at that time, right? Mm -hmm. like, so that was the argument. Like, is it is it okay to have full term abortions? So he had to go through the procedure even at the 13 weeks mark when it still had like the, the development of that. So I'm trying to uh, I guess I'm just trying to get to give a clear understanding of what terminate truly means because it's a wide it's a wide definition hang you on know. jamie let me allow me to try to funnel that definition down so okay because we are starting off hot i like it two brilliant black women opposing ends seemingly but i think what we all are aiming for is probably a lot closer than we realize mm -hmm. one thing what i'm gonna say is we talked before the show my perception is my reality therefore everyone else's is theirs and two things or one thing that i'm hearing from both of you is one miss jasmine is saying medical procedure and jamie you're you see it more as what i'm trying to get a good definition for how you see this this procedure are you talking about like a medical wait, wait the actual so, abortion so, so are you right. I guess for me, it's a decision, like, because for some, it's a decision, okay? Not for all, like, so we're saying the person is an emergency and they have to make that choice. I wanna make sure that's clear because I made sure I said that in the beginning. But for a vast majority per the CDC stats and on who goes and gets abortions, it's a decision to abort a child or to terminate a pregnancy, an unwanted pregnancy. Okay, okay, and that's pretty clear then. So for you, it is baby killing. Basically. Right. So, and if a male, but to what extent, I want to know how far back are you going? If a male ejaculates into a sock, did he just kill possibly, prospectively, millions of kids? If he, if he did what? Did he just kill millions no, of No, no. If he ejaculated where, kids? though? If he ejaculated into a sock or wherever. It don't, I don't think it matters at that point. I mean, it, it don't become a baby until it meets the egg. Like, I mean, that's just firm. I mean, they, the little homies are trying to go somewhere. I know they're going nowhere fast because it's a sock. Right. I'm just saying. So, and forgive I mean, me if the question seems <laughs> look, forgive me if the, if the question seems crazy. I know because like, here's my thing: there are people in this world that don't believe in eating meat or any meat products, right? Because right. you know it's alive. But then some people see plants as alive, and you know. Right, I, right. I don't know. I, I want to get a, a clear cut view of yeah. everybody's side. Because, Until yeah. the sperm meets the egg, it's not considered a human. So for you, as soon as the sperm. Chromosomes, huh? So you're saying like before, sperm it, meets egg, tail breaks off, that protective coating around the egg goes up. Boom, right there. Life. That's baby. it, right there, because it already protects itself. Like it already says, hey, sperm over here, that's right. keep trying to get in. We don't need you no more because we got somebody that made it. Fine. 
Now, <clears throat> so for you, is there anything that myself, Jasmine, or the rest of the internet who's on the op opposition, opposite side of you, is there anything we can say to change your mind of that? Oh, heavens, no, no. And, okay, and you, no, no, yeah. hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Jasmine, is there anything that can convince you that once sperm meets egg, tail breaks off, protective coating, that's where life begins? Is there anything that can convince me that that is yeah. not when life begins? Yeah. Will it to convince you to change your definition from medical procedure to no, that's murder? Oh yeah, no. So how about this? And I want, I hope everybody, you know, all two and a half of you out there who are watching that government, uh, what I want y'all to understand is we're not here to have that conversation. There is no changing. The lines have been drawn. Yeah. We have made those decisions. Now, here's what I want to talk to you ladies about. Right? Mm -hmm. Ooh, curveball. Oh, not really. Not really. Stay with <laughs> me here. What I want to talk to you about is the politicizing one way or the other, red or blue, donkey or frapping elephant, mm -hmm. this singular issue in order to get other things accomplished. Because one thing that really stuck out to me as I watched the fights go on and, you know, forever long, the, the leaked you know, uh, the draft of the decision and then finally the decision and then the protesting. I'm watching all this stuff, but one thing I'm not really hearing much about is Clarence Thomas saying like, okay, great, got that done. And now that that precedent, that's a word that should be a theme in everybody's thought. Now the that precedent what? has been changed. Hang on, Jamie. Okay. I didn't so hear now you. That we, oh, sorry, the precedent. Okay, As he said, precedent. the precedent okay. has been changed. We now need to look at gay rights and some other things. And Texas, a week later, had a, a good little convention talking about possible secession. You understand, like, the domino effect of this, right? From a decision that started off originally as yeah. a Mississippi uh, fouling, right? Where they were asking, hey, man, they're trying to go from, I don't know what, we want to keep it 15 weeks or something like that. And they went out of their way to make this a Roe v. Wade thing they just needed something anything that came close to make this decision that they already had planned to do it and i know they plan to do it because jerry false or whatever his name is and and many very conservative uh far-right uh republicans has said decades ago this is the one thing we will get done and basically says because if we can show them we can do that then we can get the voters the republican voters to do whatever they wanted to and I agree with him. I mean, that man is dead, and he predicted that. We won't even see, like, my, it won't even happen in my time. He predicted 50 years out. It happened 35 years sooner than he predicted. So this is what I want to talk about, because we're not going to change any minds out there, I don't think. That's a pretty far stretch to believe that we're going to go from, you know what, maybe it's not baby murder. It is a procedure. You know what, I agree, Jasmine. Good job. Or, you know what, Jamie, I agree with that. My focus is the powers that be mm -hmm. who are still doing what they always do, left and right. And I'll leave that kind of open. Miss Jamie, would you agree with that assessment? Oh, so so I guess what I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat so I can make sure I got what you said all together. Like You're it. saying and is what is that the overturning of Roe v. Wade, right? Is the beginning of the overturning of other situations is that what you're saying or like what are you trying to say because i'm I, just I saying that one of the justices who made mm -hmm. that decision okay justice thomas 
literally was quoted saying we have to now look at some other things such as gay marriage contraception and a myriad of other things and he, he was very vague about what the third or more thing was but he's basically saying contraception and gay marital rights okay so i mean i'm gonna tell you what i told you um behind the scenes i feel like when the federal government says hey we are overturning our decision to make every state in here listen to what we said right to to do exactly what we said allow gay marriage in their state all of those things the federal government is saying you know what i'm gonna let the state decide what they want to do which is what had happened prior to them making it a federal situation right and i think it was interesting this is here's why it's interesting i want the right to make the decision for myself but i want the federal government to tell the state and the people that we put in office because we voted for those governors to make a decision that the federal government or whatever wants to happen right so here's the thing forget the federal government what state do you live in do you in a live in a red state or a blue state who did you vote for and what are their views yeah. because at the end of the day it's going to be your state's choice on what to implement and what you have to live by or you can move to one that has a better rules for you better rules that apply to what you want Let me Again, you, like, go ahead well, i want to stick with that point i like that hey if you don't like what your state's doing get the frap out right my wife had an interesting uh wife slash producer had an interesting theory of hey maybe liberals should spread out stop being so concentrated and start moving into you know the dallases or whatever right and spread it out to make it more blue and then have then maybe we can have more honest uh debates but what right. let me ask jasmine this question if you had to if this personally affected you today and you had to get this done in a matter of weeks could you be able to do it would you be willing to move is it just that easy for you and, and um i mean i'm not gonna put your business out there you know do you have children oh, i don't know i don't know if we're all familiar with the current price of the housing market right now but it's not that easy to move you know so and i don't think you should have to move to to receive an abortion. I think that's kind of dumb, really. I, I think that, I think that as <clears throat> the issue is, is that because it was federally protected and it was part of our constitutional, constitutional rights, and now we are left to a state, the, the state to determine what it's gonna be because we now no longer have that right. And when you are when when you are living in a red state, like there are plenty of Republicans who have had abortions. Like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there are plenty of Republicans who or there are plenty of people in general who may support someone who does work against their self-interest, but when at 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 a base of like the reality of, of things, like but I I just feel like that should have not that shouldn't have been touched honestly like it has been it's been what close to 50 years no <laughs> there are several generations that have no clue what it's like to not have a right to decide what to do with themselves several generations most of the generations alive now have no clue what pre roe v wade was like 
and now we're gonna have and now we're adjusting to that like and once that friday hit so many states including the state i live in cut it off cut it shut it down that fast now i work in i like i said i'm a pa i i work in a rehab facility as it's inpatient for detox and inpatient care following i have plenty of women who would like to that come through who are pregnant do not want to be pregnant they already have six kids at home and here they are in rehab they Wait, know all good all hell all and well they cannot and it's my job it's my job to advocate for my patient like you tell me what plan we're gonna do i lay out the options boo 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 which one of these would you like to do whatever yeah, you no do different than the lawyer, right? hey i don't care what your kids or your husband thinks i'm here to represent oh, yeah. you I make that very clear. I don't care what your mama, your, your cousin, your daddy, your I don't care what anybody right. thinks. What do you want to do? But and that's fine. That's your job. And well, I'm my question to Miss Jamie because I, I know her thing is deal with those consequences, right? You got six kids, you got the seven. Figure it out. And my question to you is: To what extent are you, as a taxpayer, Miss Moorhead, willing to do? Like, what, how far are we going to take this idea, right? Because I love how she said, hey, Republicans have abortions too. But I don't think Ms. Moorhead is is uh, discounting that or even defending them. She's saying black, blue, red, purple, yellow, polka dot, whatever. All of you, all of you, keep your legs closed. If you don't, deal with those consequences, i.e., you know, not being able to afford the child. But that turns into a whole slew of other problems, doesn't it? So to what extent? Are you willing to, I don't know, I guess, hold to that ideology in practice from Friday's decision on? I mean, I, I've done it my whole life. Actually, my mom has done foster care, that big family daycare. I've watched kids. I worked in the criminal justice system in the juvenile department. I was mm -hmm. a foster parent myself. I work with mentally challenged adults now, and I've been doing that for 13 years. So I do my due diligence, and that's why I'm able to say, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's our job. And for me, it's, it is our job for what I believe in, for us to take care of the orphans, the widows, and the homeless. So I'm going to do exactly what I was commissioned to do. I don't know about anybody else, and I'm sorry that they don't do that. I'm sorry they claim something and they don't do it, mm -hmm. but it is our due diligence. Like We already know that people are going to be and do what they want to with their bodies and stuff like that. And at the end of the day, I, I still don't think it's fair. If it's not a medical condition or something like really like whatever we have given the stipulation for, if you can say, if you can lay down and open your legs, there was other things you could have done prior to, because you didn't do this six times. Now you just being selfish. Because it feels- I disagree. I disagree. Yeah. I mean, yeah, oh, you can disagree. Oh, but it doesn't, I mean, I just, can I just say, while I disagree, I'm, I wanted to say, and I, but I didn't want to interrupt you, that I, I fully respect the fact that you do do so much. Yeah. That makes true. it because, <laughs> oh, but here's the, like the, the facts of the matter is, is that a lot of people that share your same, in, your same sentiment 
don't do none of that. <laughs> like, and I, and I agree with don't you. Do none of that. They yeah. don't want to fund. They don't want to fund Medicaid. Right. They don't want to fund um, uh, food stamps, welfare, or anything. Mm-hmm. They just want this pregnancy to happen, and then that's your problem once that Joker's out here. Right. Like right. that's not right. Like if if we're gonna if you're we're gonna force women to have babies, then there needs to be some support for them point blank period and someone had mentioned in the comments i'm sorry jay let me just say this somebody had mentioned (laughs) in the comments oh why don't they get their tubes tied do you know how difficult it is to convince an OBGYN to tie your tubes you have to get from your husband you have if you only have two kids they're gonna tell you you've only had two you've only had two this is this is i i've worked in OBGYN for like a long time you it is so difficult to convince someone to give you a tubal ligation especially if you have never had a baby if you have never had a baby it's nobody right exactly exactly there's it's not the OBGYN's decision but it is because they're the ones doing it and here's the thing i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with you on that because when i had my son i i did i was like hey can you just go ahead and just shut everything down i don't want to do this again right and he was like this is your first baby i remember i was laying there i was like look you got everything open let's just do this thing he was like this is your first baby you're gonna want another baby and i was like no sir listen listen this was not easy i don't want to do this again right (laughs) and he was like no we're not going to and he he didn't do it and so he told me that I was too young to make that decision on my own. And, and that I should, oh, yeah. You're he not said that I come back when I was 25 or so and, and talk to him then. That's what he said. Because I was 21, 22-ish at that time. That's what car so rentals... lying about that. I was laying, I mean... That's what car rental uh, places say to kids who aren't 25 yet because of insurance. Like, hey, he was like, you're on you that good stuff. SUV. You know, you want that good medicine. Like, like, you, know. Car. Yeah, you can't get an SUV. No, come back to 25. Like, maybe, maybe, you know. But it's weird that that's even, there's something to that, right? The idea mm-hmm. that the brain doesn't finish developing until around 24. Aha, mm-hmm. yeah, mansplaining. Right. No, that's so correct. we've come back to it because you're saying, hey, man, let the states decide and let people decide through their local governments and you know to up to state governments right mm-hmm. but here are some federally protected things because i'm gonna mm-hmm. play sort of you know devil's Devil advocate on this mm-hmm. yeah some mm-hmm. protected things wages and hours workplace safety and health workers compensation mm-hmm. employee benefits security unions and their members employee protection all sorts of things Right, all sorts of things are federally protected. Now, why? Why do you even need those things to be federal? Like, let the states figure it out; they can figure it out. But hang on, here mm-hmm. comes the devil in the devil devil's advocate game, mm-hmm. right? As we look at, um, there are five states that have now adopted; they have not adopted a state minimum wage. And before the national one happened, it was Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina and Tennessee mm-hmm. all with the thought of hey we are gonna give we don't want a, a minimum out there because that will hurt the negotiating power for the workers saying that you have to at least pay me this much and give me this much in this much time we don't want to do that because that's going to take negotiation power from the workers now I've had embarrassingly too many jobs mm-hmm. I have 
Dang. almost never felt like I had any negotiation power. It was me begging, right? I'm trying to put my best foot forward, right? And I'm begging for a job. And they go, mm, we'll see. Maybe we'll call you. Maybe we won't. Bye-bye. Dismiss. Right? Like, I mean, it's incredible. Some people get paid, you know, around $2. And I'm not talking about waitresses or anything like that. But literally, like, nah, we're going to pay you this much. Like, well, dang, man, I need at least three. Nope, we're gonna pay you this much, or we're gonna find somebody else. Why? Because there's such a shortage, right? I mean, it's just incredible what they're able to do legislatively in order to ensure those types of powers. And let's not forget that at one point, there were some states who said, nah, you can't drink out of that fountain. Right. Don't do it. Don't you do it. Don't whistle at a white woman as that article comes out, right? About there was a warrant, but the guy didn't want to serve that lady who lied and right. participated in the abduction of Emmett Till, right? right? Didn't want to bother her because, well, she's a good lady and has two kids to raise. I didn't want to bother her, he's quoted. Bother her to serve a warrant in a conspiracy to kidnap a person. Right. A so child. What are, we doing? what are we doing here? Can we trust the states? And if, if they keep wages so low, Miss Moorhead, that mm-hmm. I can't afford to move, what am I to do? And I love your explanation is, hey, man, <coughs> keep the legs closed. Oh, but are we, so are we talking about we're going on regular stuff now, right? I, so together. if we really be honest with ourselves, first of all, our government does not care about us, right? And at this point with them overturning stuff, now they're leaving us to our own devices, which is going to cause civil unrest. And that is the point. The point is to cause civil unrest so that we are fighting each other and then martial law can be instituted. Now, if we just want to keep it like that, this is just a setup. I mean, we're just pawns in the game. And we have put these people in office thinking that they had our best interest at heart when really we should have had our own interest at heart, came together as a people and did the right thing. But because we are so divided amongst issues, like small issues, we can't see through the smoke mirrors right here, you know, behind the wizard thingy that um, we've been getting played period like we're just getting like right now we're divided again because we're trying we're fighting about killing babies or or terminating pregnancies but the bigger thing is that there's a big case going on in washington right now that nobody's covering because we're still arguing about this um food shortage is coming right like we already know there's things that are not coming well it's already here all the formula he can get his hands on. All the so property. You got to Monsanto. Like, yeah, right. It's here. It's Monsanto here. buying out all the regular farms and regular food. So they're no longer really organic. So we're set up. We're set up legitimately for civil unrest and the instituting of a one world government. And that's just where we're headed. Also, oh, now we're getting into some uh, new world uh, order. You mind, right. <laughs> you mind if I ask your say? religion what or anything? What did say? <laughs> <laughs> over 275,000 yeah. acres. Bill Gates, with all those acres and a recent divorce, we should all be scared because it was him that said that through vaccinations, he was going to help with population control. So I just want to make sure that he said that in his conference. We will yeah, go ahead. In context, I saw that in, you know, like how they upload fact check stuff. Uh, he was saying that that would help by maintaining, right? But you believe what you want to believe? And that's fine, especially on Let's, this show. We can talk Here about the, show the 1980-something rules. act that protects vaccinations. Let's be that. Let's talk about all of that. We, I mean, we could go down the list. Well, we, we already agreed. Government's not here for you. 
government is not here for you. They are constantly, so if government's not here for you and corporation is not here for anything but your money, it does come down to us. Like even when you talk about the idea that our topsoil is out of nutrients, like yeah. so much so that if you try to grow a banana by the old ways, right? Because fruits have seeds, <laughs> it'll come out little bitty, little bitty. I think and it's supposed to be little though. I think well, these massive no, 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 bananas no, no. So it wasn't are not there before. Normal. No, no, no. <laughs> but originally they had seeds and they were regular size, and then mm -hmm. they shrunk because of the the what we're doing to our topsoil, like globally what we're doing to our topsoil. And now if you get a nice big yellow banana with no seeds, that thing is a clone. Right. So like, we've been doing that for how long? Like, do you guys remember peeling a banana, biting into a banana and spitting seeds out? No, that's no. how long this has been happening. So if none of these people are here for us, what are we to do, Miss Jasmine? Go. Yeah. What are we to do if nobody's here for us? No, I'm saying government's government not here for you. Corporation just wants your money. You know, what are some possible solutions? To saving the world? Awesome question. I love this. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I like how she said that because that's how people look at it. Like, I'm going to save the world. I'm going to, you know, go march. I ain't got no business trying to save the world. That's why I became a PA, so I could save individual worlds. <laughs> Right, one, and be properly compensated at a time, <laughs> and be properly compensated so you can also help to save your family or put them in the best position Amen. possible. Right, so I think Amen. now we come to it because Miss Jamie, do you mind shouting out your religion? I want to put you on blast. Oh, I'm gonna just I'm gonna say I'm a believer in the way. Like I'm not gonna say I'm Christian because I don't even know what that looked like. I read the Bible, yeah. I follow truth. You know what I'm saying, and that's right. about it. Because I don't know what those other people do. Well, there have been turns co-opted. There have been turns co-opted. Like, I believe in Christ, so therefore I'm a Christian. Yeah, I believe I, I, in Yahushua HaMashiach. I'm going to make sure that it's clear. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Hang on. Say that again. Yahushua HaMashiach. Okay. I've never heard it like that except in movies. That, that was good. Right. That was good. All right. So, <laughs> so here's my thing. Here's my thing. So if you believe in that way, right, mm -hmm. in the way, yeah. then that means you believe that the world's going to get progressively worked worse until it isn't anymore and there is no stopping that line that ultimate ending right, right. oh that makes me sad okay get her out of here <laughs> but, I mean, so so what are you to do and the, i feel like i feel like and you, you ladies tell me if you agree or not what are you to do all that you can as best as you can right right but I, I don't believe telling people and undressing them about what these things or that thing is like, like whatever. If you don't understand that the government is going to, if you believe that they are really out here fighting for to protect the babies, like you need to look at, I mean, how many states, what is it, like 20, 25 to 27, somewhere around there, that are still authorized to perform, what is it, uh, capital punishment? Right. Right? I mean, right. like the idea that marijuana is available in your local supermarket mm -hmm. a few decades ago. Right. And one guy who under the threat, under the threat of losing his position in government, just made a bunch of stuff up. It makes black men crazy and they come after your white woman. Right? All while not like leaving out medicinal uses. The fact that it's been it was used decades before even that, no problems. Like I said, sold in stores. Right? right. Hemp was coming for paper. And we can't right. do that, says that corporation. 
So they start shelling out money to the government who says, well, you know what? Actually, we agree, despite what our own findings are, we agree that it's a danger to society. Right. And then that caused such a, a, an exodus from freedom, from free life into the prisons that, it, I mean, it makes your head spin. There are more people incarcerated now in the United States than there were slaves before the Civil War. Right. That's incredible. No one else does it like this but America. So what I say, to what extent? To what extent do they care about these babies? Like, I need everybody to understand one thing and one thing alone. They only want that vote. Corporations only want your money. Period. End of story. So we can't keep making it about, you know, what they're just being morally upright. Like, no, they're they're playing all of us, like she said. Like, this is like an over 60-year plan to get rid of um, all kinds of rights for all kinds of people. Right. Right? So when I say, what do we do? Like... What is it, self-responsibility? Keep your head down, hope for the best? I don't know. I protect my peace at all costs by any means necessary. So that's really all I can do for myself anyways. Jazz, if you can figure out how to bottle that and sell it, you'll be richer than the, <laughs> the top 10 billionaires combined. Right. Next Thursday, right. So, <laughs> How, how does one achieve that, Miss Moorhead? How does one just protect your peace at all costs, and so nothing bothers or gets to her? Like, how do we do that? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know, because I, I, I don't know about, I don't know how to protect your peace, but I could give you a plan. You want a plan? I mean, just, just you initially, right? So you said, how do we? If we know this is going to happen, what do we do, right? So, like for instance, Jasmine is a PA, right? So she knows how to do medical things that possibly if everything got shut down she could save somebody's life right and all genuine she could fix a wound she could do that i, I and i'm going to be honest you would need to find like-minded people that are ready to prepare for some type of disaster like that and you guys create you know your own in your own i would say environment i'm gonna say environment readiness and prepared mm. for something to happen that way like okay Susie down the street lives here she's able to grow whatever this is you know what I'm saying but we have a system within this system that protects us and our family because that's really all you can do at this point is to try and develop your own system within the system so that when everything all hell breaks loose and we can't go to the stores and whatever happens whatever happens right we don't know we we, we need to find ways to make our own water clean or whatever you get what i'm saying like those type of things but if we all have our own skill right and we bring that together when in whatever area we are in with the same mindset when everything mm -hmm. we'll be protecting our peace just like jasmine said then we're protecting our peace we're protecting our home and our family because we have an actual plan here's my only concern with that plan what <laughs> Hold on now, wait a minute. Same team, time out. I thought that was a good plan. It was a good plan, Jasmine. I wish you lived closer. You know what I mean? It's a brilliant plan, but here's the, here's the idea that's been sold, right? Especially with the so-called American dream. Like, okay. the idea that there are less than 3,000 billionaires on the planet. And if a third of them just decide, you know what, we're just going to do right by other people, all of this is gone. You know, we could like we could have fresh water everywhere everybody can have food water shelter it's just a number it's just arithmetic right but people people involved they still have an unwillingness to cooperate especially the people with 
things. And the people without get so downtrodden and, and just beat down that they say, ah, forget the rules, everything. You know, some people go as far as suicide. Some people are like, ah, rape, kill, murder, get whatever, right? Some people are holding signs out for 12 hours a day. Like, my goodness, the problem with that plan is people. How do you close those gaps of mistrust, right? How do I know that somebody's not going to infiltrate you? You know, like, if you ever watch something like, what was it, Walking Dead or any of those post-apocalyptic That's exactly movies. what I was thinking about. You know what I mean? How, how do you did. know? How do you know? Like, the problem from the beginning of time, like, think about this. I'll go biblical for you, okay? The Israelites, my goodness, just witnessed all these miracles. Oh, but we ain't got no bread. Okay, fine. Here's a miracle. Manna from heaven. <laughs> Problem solved. Oh, but we ain't got Come no on, meat. Come on, oh, man. Oh. Oh. Okay, you ain't got me. Here, we gonna make man. a block of steaks just <laughs> run through your town. Yo, oh, but what about a king? Like, I just, did you not see what I did? Did you not <laughs> see what I frapping did? Right. Okay, fine. I'm gonna give you a king, but here's what's gonna happen. And all those things come to, like, people have always been the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, imagine being able to walk with God and being like, yeah, but I don't know. On, Was that really him or not? You know? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, look, man. One of the things that always have rocked me about that entire library of stories, right, mm. has been the idea that Eve is just like, huh? I bit it and didn't die. See, I know exactly what God meant and what He was talking about. Let me go show Adam. And he goes like, well, I mean, she ain't dead and she kind of fine, so let's try it. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. Why do you have to put it like that? Come on, man. Um, so you want to know what to do about people. I guess you have to, again, there's still planning, right? So say we're all doing this as a group and Jasmine, we're all in this, right? And and you start acting funny. You feel me? Why like, got me, me? Why got a, me be? Why got me be? I'm just saying. So you're the only so man sexist. in here. So I wasn't gonna just take numerically, <laughs> like, I should be the one safe person here. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you start acting funny there still needs to be a system within your home so, so if you have to cut off you know the outside resources you already develop something within your home and that's just really what it is because at the end of the day it's survival of the fittest and sometimes you know your neighbor ain't fit but who but what does that come from doesn't it come from what's his face uh, i don't know where it comes from um, i just know that i'm not dying for you you feel me like <laughs> <laughs> All right, careful. You sound like Alex Jones. Like, hey, let me tell you, I'll eat people. Like, eat people? like a thousand steps we can look at first. How did you get straight to eating people, sir? Those no, the grocery stores were still open and everything. Like, right, that. Right. he was very look, he he wanted people to know I will. Eat that. You. Like, what? <laughs> Hold on, man. Look at me eat me. So, okay, fine. But here's what I'm saying, like. I feel like that came, that's Darwinism, right? Survival of the fittest. But that was right. a very small percentage of his writings. He mostly talked about love and working together and collaborative, but it's not sexy enough, right? Because we are <laughs> genetically predisposed to look for the, the snake in the grass because that can be more harmful than all that love you're getting. You know, I tell my kids all the time, like, you know, I'm, I'm constantly apologizing for going off on people in traffic. So I'm trying, I'm just like, that was one person out of about, I don't know, 206 cars that passed me just fine. Like, why am I so enamored with that one person, right? That one person who saw my signal light 
and accelerated and then cut me off and got in a lane that had nothing to do with the lane I was trying to get into in the first place. Sorry. Let me let me stop. <laughs> so and off the top, I get in trouble a lot hey, for right, right, right. <laughs> Look to the ants, right? I've never seen one traffic jam, one bottle no, bottleneck, nothing, right? <laughs> anyway, I'm saying to you that biblically, scientifically, mm-hmm. if you believe the marshmallow test, it's only gonna get worse until mm-hmm. there's no more. That's where we're headed. Right. So what do you well, do? You focus well, on yourself. Oh, there's a well. I like this. Well, there's here's hope. The thing, right? My favorite, my favorite, favorite movie is Jurassic Park, and there's a line that says, <laughs> "Life went. finds a way," and it does. We're actually very adaptable, really surprisingly adaptable, to the point that if we adapt on a genetic level because of epigenetics, Epigenetics. Well, which is, my granny did it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a lie, though, neither. Yes. Solid tip. Solid tip. This <laughs> guy. Oh, my goodness. You know, after we, our bodies are so, mm-hmm. our bodies are really, really incredible. And it all works in sync in a nice homeostasis with each other mm-hmm. but when you break it down to like even a genetic level like it's it's really incredible that when we adapt like the things that we are exposed to um like physically emotionally mm-hmm. environmentally women in particular mm-hmm. it can change what? us to the point i'm sorry women in particular our epigenetics have have an effect on our grandchildren mm-hmm. Like that is how that is how just perfectly we are made, right? right. It's so like really- if you have a son, if you mm-hmm. have a son it's been proven that there's a little bit of your son's DNA that stays with you for the rest of your life as a mother. So yeah. we are technically we are technically like fifty point one percent our mother and 49.9% are father. Mm-hmm. And that is because of mitochondrial DNA that you inherit from only from your mother mm-hmm. in order for a zygote to allow to, to continue like um, uh, dividing and replicating and building. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it's really interesting in order for, you know, one, one little zygote to become a fetus, it actually takes a lot of death to, for that to happen layers the layers of cells that were once around it have to die Mm. in order for the next layer to come up for the next germ cell layer to come up and it just compounds and pounds and sheds and sheds it's a living thing i see you're describing it i just wanted no no living living means that you have you have really okay so let's talk about death let's talk about death let's talk about death like so when a heartbeat does not mean that you are alive. Like it does not mean that you're alive or dead. This is what we determine when we call or declare a death, we are checking for neurological deficits that would only result from being brain dead, right? Because for instance, people who have pacemakers, their heart will not stop until that pacemaker is done. Right. Even if they're brain dead. Mm -hmm. Okay, right? But if you don't have any pupil reflexes, 
and you can't respond things that are like not controllable right mm -hmm. then if you check all these off boop 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 all we have to do if you want to um or people who are on like life support for instance mm -hmm. they are technically dead we're just keeping their body right from exactly. rotting right you know so, so let me ask, and in the let me same ask Jamie vein, this. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, in the same vein, cardiac arrest does not mean that you are dead. You're not dead yet. Just because your heart is not beating in that moment, that does not mean that you are like dead in that instance. You will still be alive for a little bit. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, because the circulatory system. I mean, it's still exactly. it's still pumping. Priya, like Priya heartbeats, right? So it's still right. You still have oxygenated blood that's still fueling the brain. So you're still feeling and cognizant of everything that's still happening. Your reflexes are still intact and everything like that. So, yeah. like that's that was my issue with the heartbeat bill. Is that like that does not mean that it's it's gonna be viable, right? There is still like malformations that can happen that you know then they, they can still have a heartbeat. But they don't have a fully formed skull. Their brain will be sitting outside of their head if they're delivered. Does that right, make you right, know right. what I'm saying? Or they don't have kidneys. You know, a genesis of, of of their renal system. Like that would not be viable for life. But they can have a heartbeat. Right. But we agree that those type of terminations are warranted, right? Like we understand that. Oh, do okay, good. Right. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. No, because that wouldn't make no right. logical sense to, to that was, that's suffering. That's causing a person to be birthed and they're going to be suffering the rest of their life. Like they're going to be dependent on something. But <clears throat> I guess where my thing is, is that we know if it's just for the fact of, I just don't want to have another child right now. Mm -hmm. Do we think that that's fair? So is it more is it, it more fair to have a a child who's like in a dysfunctional household and can't live a good quality of life because my thing is like a as like a medical um my my brain works as i strive for quality of life not necessarily quantity our quantity of life is always going to be finite right always period, i mean i, right? I just, so, I think that, I mean, I get what people say functional, but at this point, I mean, I just want to be honest, right? Yeah, yeah. Where, where, where is a determination of functional and paradigm? Because everybody's environments are so messed up and where you think that something is toxic is not necessarily toxic to somebody else, right? So I guess what I, I get where you're coming from, because I, I, I mean, like I read the cases, so I know how crazy people can logically be. If you don't want your child to live in dysfunctional households, then Oh God! Okay, oh, <laughs> right. we gotta get him on next. But so hold on, real quick, because we're coming up against time. We got like five minutes, and there's okay. a lot to really uncover in five minutes. You ladies are just are just gonna have to come back. I know. I, I like, enjoyed this though. Yeah, I like. I like. I like, I like, I like you too. Oh Lord, love fest. See, this is why they call it the beehive. First of all, there are no men involved. That blew my mind when I found like there are no male bees. Just flying around here, like what? No, that's come on, man. So, They're just sex slaves in the hive, and then they die. <laughs> you sound too pleased about that. I don't, like you know, Craig, 
You okay? Hey, brother, get like call me or something, man. Let me know you okay. But the ideal, like I like Jasmine's ideal of quality of life, mm-hmm. right? I mean, how incredible the brain is, the body is. I've seen guys get knocked out and still fight on while they were knocked out. Mm-hmm. Don't remember anything that happened. Completely gone, right? So uh, this idea of quality of life, and I feel, here's the problem with humans, right? I feel both of y'all. Right. Right. Give the baby a chance. Who knows? Maybe that hard life is going to turn into some of these inventors or ball players or, you know, engineer, whatever. Right. Who knows what they can turn into? But they could turn to Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, or Jeffrey Dahmer. Either way, right? Some some of our serial murders had a decent life. And that's why I said it's kind of hard to even say that because a lot of them had two parent households, you know, and they, and they, they, to the point where people were like, I didn't. Why would they act like that out of that home? Does that make right. sense? And so, but so here, here's where we're because we're up against time. Here's where we're getting to, right? The idea of quality of life. Seventy-five percent of long-term correctional facility inmates are have a father absent from the household. Right. Is that quality of life? I've worked in these prisons. It's not at all. Right, and I've seen some of the most brilliant minds end up in prison. Like to the point where they told us to tuck our keys in because they could literally look at your keys and find a way to make a replica out of what MacGyver? Yeah, out of what? I know. And you remember the exact shape, the exact shape of my keys? What are we doing here? So my thing is, I like the idea of you know what, give every child if it's not medical or whatever, give the child a chance. Who knows? But after that, I need y'all to come with some other legislation that's going to support these people. That's right. going to allow men to feel like men right. and have a proper wage. Georgia, some of your people making two dollars an hour. Seven twenty is our base pay. Right, but uh, but I don't think they've ad- adopted it. But it's a again, it's federally protected. The federal right. minimum wage is now seven twenty five. And they fought forever to get that much. But there's something that happened. Look, they used to pay over 90% of taxes in a certain tax bracket, mm-hmm. right? 90 plus percent. It was 95 at one point, And another president came along and said, nope, not enough. You need to pay more, right? That's right. back when production and jobs or right, employment and wages all stayed the same. You know, my, my lady here is... Is about to get hit, if she don't mind me saying, to a brilliant financial mind. And this guy <laughs> says to zoom out and look at the trends. Right. One thing that has separated fathers from their homes more than anything else, more than the world wars or any of that, is it somewhere around Nixon and then culminated itself in the uh, the Reagan years, Reaganomics. We said, hey, you don't have to pay your fair share of taxes. And matter of fact, we're not going to even make you pay your employees. We're going to trust you, companies, Coke, whoever. We're going to trust you that when we make sure that you get more money in your pocket, you're going to put in the employees' pockets as well. Right. And here's the here's what happened: wages flatlined, dead, D E A D, died. Right. I know I didn't spell it. Don't look. Don't hold me to that. <laughs> but the idea is that wages stayed the same, but cost of living and production increased. If you look at that trend, there's something terribly wrong. Then something happened after that. Fathers start disappearing from homes. Why? Because I can't work. And I've been told my whole identity is being man of the house and providing financial services. Yeah. 
took that from these men. And then they said, well, the hell with it. You guys figure it out. And it's been just getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Listen at that number, 75%. So we're the most jailed people in the world, Americans. 75% of those prisoners come from a single parent home who had that prisoner and said, what if? Along with everybody else, religious or otherwise. And it did not work because the system cannot work. Scientifically, religiously, all of that. Miss Jamie Moorhead, final word, 30 seconds. Where can we find you? The end. Oh, you, I mean, you can find me, I guess, on um, daysbutter.com. And my final words for that is, it sounds like, and I'm just gonna be honest, it, it, it comes back to the home and to us holding one another accountable and stop looking to politicians to fix what we have going on here because they can't see what's going on in our homes, right? So we need to become, I would say, you know, where everybody says like a village again, where we start caring for one another genuinely, right? Right, it's like, yeah. <laughs> You're talking about the men not being able to get jobs for it, yeah. I, but, <laughs> and then a crime bill, yes. So we, we do need to understand that a family union does have a, a great effect on children, right? We also need to make sure that people are learning how to be in whatever role they want to be in. Like if it's a husband role you want to be in, what that, does that look like? Function ability, if I'm not mistaken, that's what Jasmine said, like quality, right? You want quality individuals and we're just not, it's, it's almost becoming a domino effect of nobody is accountable for themselves or even knowing what behavior is going to yield good fruit, right? From those behaviors. So I'm just saying, maybe we just need to start um, loving and servicing each other right. again, right? Because the the best part, I mean, love is service, period. It's just what it is. Right, right, right. And then filling those gaps of mistrust with contracts, right? For your, your little farm, your little preparedness, right? There's just a lady. Saying who did everything that she was supposed to and that gun plane crashed into her living room and killed him. Like, just her life, right? on the just as well as the unjust alike. And somebody Jasmine. else could get it, though. Somebody else could get all of what she prepared. Possibly. 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 Go ahead, Miss Jasmine. Final <laughs> word. Um, I just wanted to say um, I know that there are a lot of people who are scared and really distressed by uh, this current situation they got us facing so i just want to be just encourage everyone to keep a cool head protect your peace at all costs and by any means necessary if you have to take a break from social media please do that take care of yourself sis much love i love it i love we it love listen you. with that uh, we're gonna wrap up with this i had a, a co-worker uh pass away a little younger than myself, I believe. I mean, had all kinds of issues personally, but came to work and worked well for people that needed it. And I just got so angry at times. I was like, you know what I'm saying? Trump is roaming around here telling people, yeah, I like dumb people. and I just say stuff and if they cheer, I say it again. To their face. He's, this man is still roaming around and a viable candidate for the next presidential election. It's not fair. Right. But I'm, I keep reminding myself, you don't get what you deserve, you get what you negotiate for. So I'm making this deal with myself that I am going to try to, three things I want to do for this guy, you know, and, and for my family. We're going to travel. 
we're gonna we're gonna plot out a course. We're gonna travel. We're gonna see some of this world as much as we can while we can before they start shutting borders, you know, from Americans again, right? And we're gonna eat some really cool places, and we are going to serve as many people as possible and do as much good as possible. Why? Because I we can. Because we can. I told you less than three thousand billionaires on the planet, and if a third of that number decides we're just gonna do right by people. Everybody has food, housing, water, everything. If they just tomorrow all say, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do right by people. They right. can literally fund that and thus make the world a better place. But Jasmine Adams, some of them have a name change. Congrats, congrats. Know, Jamie congratulations. Right. Thank y'all so much. And my, look, sorry for Chulo Rich not being here. Y'all keep him and his family in, his, in, in your prayers. Um, besides that, you know, peace. See y'all next week. Thank you.